0: Hello everybody, welcome back to Thinking Wealth, the dynamic investment hub. This is Alex Hickman. Hi, I'm Frenchie And uh, today we're going to talk about property investment, particularly in the UK, obviously, because that's where we're based. We know more about it here than anywhere else in the world. Uh, so we've got to keep it as uh, as real as we can. What do you want to
1: talk about? Where do you want to start? I think we obviously want to get on with talking about property investment in general Yeah. Uh, and why people have basically invested in property for as long as I can remember. What are your thoughts? Why do people do it? Why is it such a big area? I think everyone
0: needs somewhere to live. They always have. If businesses operate from real estate, don't they? They operate in industrial units and retail units and whatever else. People need houses to live in. So historically, I think real estate has been where people who make money in business in particular tend to store that money in real estate, Yeah, have done for the last 100 years or so, particularly when, uh, when mortgages become readily available, which was really only the beginning of the 20th century. That was when we've sort of seen a big real estate boom because you can then leverage the asset. Mm-hmm. With crypto, with precious metals, it's very unlikely unless you've got some great relationships that you can borrow money to be able to acquire it, whereas with real estate... As things stand at the moment. As things stand at the moment, that's right. But as, uh, historically speaking, you can only get mortgages on on property. And that's why asset prices in, in this asset in particular keep going up. Yeah. The more readily available finance, generally speaking, uh, the higher property prices go. As we saw in 2007, 2008, when that dries up, the shit it's the fan.
1: Absolutely. And that's what happened. Yeah, well, that's that's a great start. I think that's a great insight to why people do invest in property. Um, Shall we touch on our experience and what we've done? Yeah. Um, because when did you buy your first one? Well, this, it was 2012. Um, I did a bit of a post, if you're following us on Instagram, uh, the other day, um, on my first property investment, which you could actually see from my bedroom window, mm. would you believe. Uh, it was a standard three-bed um, ex-council house, a fairly standard refurb, Uh bread and butter buy to lets, and it's something, well, you just remember your first one for a long time, don't you? Yeah, know? of course. Um, I ended up selling it actually a couple of years ago, and made a a decent sum on that. Uh but yeah, as I say, uh, buy to lets in general for me are probably my favourite, um, property investment, purely because I think they're they're simple, they're they're your bread and butter, they're easy to manage, mm. they're easy to finance the work involved in any reefer unless you're, you know well in any in, in any circumstance i would say that the reefer element compared to a hmo for example a commercial conversion is very straightforward
0: mm. i mean we try and avoid these buzzwords man because the industry the property development or property investment education industry is just full <laughs> of buzzwords and all this it's embarrassing <laughs> when you when you listen to a lot of it, it's like, oh god, not that word again. Like journey, investment journey. 70, like, 2010. Oh. we ain't here to like knock all these people.
1: Absolutely not. No. But we've we've been trained, them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and 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 enjoyed the experience that we've had with those people mm-hmm. as well.
0: But you know, when you've like you might have worked at a place for like ten years, and you see somebody walking down the road who you worked with and you didn't really get on with them. It's that feeling when I hear these words. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, not that word. So that's why I am. just So like when uh, French says um, HMOs, it means house of multiple occupation, if you didn't know what that is, which is you rent the, uh, the house out or, or the building in individually, each room. So you might chop a house up into four or five mini, mini studios, for example, or you might convert a, a commercial building, an office block, which is common now into 20, 30 studios or apartments or something like that, because permitted development rights have been laxed
1: over the last uh, couple of years with uh, Boris and Co. Well, we we never build enough properties, do we, to to meet demand? So I think it was seen as a needs-must scenario, wasn't it? Definitely. There's a lot of uh, office spaces, particularly in town centres, that have gone uh, free. Mm. and obviously they've done that as a result to get them filled up. Yeah. Um. Obviously that was my first experience of a buy to let in 2012. What was your first property investment that you can remember?
0: Well I went on my first investment course in 2012 as well. I uh, got into like personal development in general and that led me into property off the back of that. And then uh, I bought my first property in 2013. I've still got that one actually. It's in the outskirts of Warsaw. Lovely. A special pace of hell, <laughs> and uh, but it, you know what? It's paid six hundred and fifty quid a month on average over the last like
1: seven years, and that's, that's a
0: lot of money want, to a lot of people.
1: You know, that's why I love them. You know, they'll always be filled, mm. even easier in mm. a non-desirable or undesirable area in uh, in Warsaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I know. I love a bite to let. What about yours? Uh, more, what's the word to use? You're more technical. You're more advanced uh, type it, of investment. The, that we'll doing. be covering a lot of all these. What we might talk about here in the modules as we go through. But yeah, we might be we might be bashing the uh, yeah the HMOs or the the tag words that are used in property circles. But they're all legitimate strategies, and we will be covering. Yeah, every yeah. single one of them, yeah. Definitely. It's important to make that point.
0: There's like a difference between, once again, we'll go through this in the modules, but there's a difference between an acquisition strategy, which is how you acquire something, and a difference w- from that to a cash flow strategy, so how you actually make money from it. Uh, so when we say HMO, for example, that is how you cash flow it. How you acquire it could be completely different. That, well, it is Absolute completely different. Point, yeah. That might be a. a Don't get lost in the terminology here, but it might be a lease option or a delayed completion contract, or it could just be cash or it could be a mortgage or something like that. So there are two separate entities here, uh, two separate teachings, if you like, an acquisition strategy and a cash flowing strategy. So the more technical ways and and how I got into it, because I did start with, God, I was about 15 grand in debt. I know, once again, Is that's... that's a training, then that Training, yeah, yeah. I know that that's a little bit of a cliche as well. I started with nothing. <laughs> yeah. But I actually did.
1: Well, most people, if you ask the average man on the street, they do, unless you've been born into a, a yeah, wealthy yeah. family, most people are in that same that's boat, right. aren't they? Mm, they mm. start from nowhere, learn a thing, and then actually just get out there and have a go, don't they? Mm, mm. You can do a lot of this training, can't you? You know, um property training company after property training company and spend thousands upon thousands without actually having a go. Yep. You've got to start somewhere. Just pull again. the trigger. Here. The best investment you can make, if you're going to lose money,
0: learn it while you're learning, uh, lose it while you're learning a lot. Mm. And then you don't, you, and then you can perceive it as an investment in your education Then you're learning as you're losing money. It's well, be- it is. Yeah, that's exactly what that's it is. exactly
1: what it is, yeah.
0: So, um... Like options, for example, I learnt off an Australian guy. Uh, outside of the UK, there's a lot more entrepreneurial thinking in certain countries. Like the US, for example, There's, it's very entrepreneurial. They come up with stuff and we pick it up 20 years later. So if you look at Silicon Valley with the technology and stuff, it's far ahead of what usually the UK comes up with. Yeah, And they are, because of their entrepreneurial way of uh, their culture... They tend to like have different contracts and different law that is more favourable to the to the creative thinker. Mm-hmm. So the Australian guy come over. What's his name again? Rick, Rick Otton. Rick there we go. He ended up going bankrupt in Australia, but that's a different story. Um, you can that's public data. You can figure that out for yourself. Um, but he come over and was like teaching us how to acquire property without putting our own money into the deals with options and, and contracts and instalment sales and all these. And when you do some digging into it, uh, this is done all over the world. It's, it's not new. It, mm. In fact, this, all this was done before mortgages were in place. It's only since mortgages become I, I mainstream. I it's fantastic. Love it how I love how
1: creative it all was. You it know. is. It sort of opened my eyes to that. And I think yeah. it's, a, it's, a great, it's a great part of property investment to go down.
0: It is. And you don't need tons of money to get into it. It obviously helps. When people say you don't need money to get into investing in property, it helps.
1: Of course. Either. No, on the flip side of that, as we'll no doubt go on to go into rather, in a moment, there are plenty of strategies you can you can pursue, where you don't need a massive uh, amount to begin with, do mm. you? No, no, and, not and, at all. and the ones that you're probably just about to touch on are, are those, aren't they? they are, yeah, lease yeah. options, etc.
0: Yeah, 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 and and the art of it, because you can grasp the strategy fairly quickly. Anyone with like good cognition and stuff mm-hmm. can grasp these strategies within probably five or six hours of learning them and, and doing some examples. Yeah. But the art is in how you communicate that to the people that you're dealing with. Absolutely. That's the in the words of Donald Trump's book, The Art of the Deal. That's how you communicate it and put it together with the person across the table. That's where the art is. Absolutely. And that's what he taught mainly was the sales behind Ooh, it. Rick? Because mm. you can learn the strategies. He taught you the strategies in a weekend. Um, you they're all, they're go all fairly and,
1: similar as well, aren't they? Different paperwork, but similar... Yeah. yeah. So that's why you can pick up on them so quickly, Yeah,
0: isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And you, may be a little bit complex, but depending on your tax structure, you do different paperwork on it. You, we don't need to get into that, but it's always something to, to keep in mind. If you're a higher taxpayer, you'd be doing different things to if you're a lower taxpayer and, and things yeah. like that. So that's something else we'll we'll touch on in the modules, but we're not financial advisors, so we can't be giving advice in that sense no. Is it worth, just quickly,
1: sorry to to put in, mate, is it Mm. worth, just quickly, because people might be hearing lease option for the first time, Yeah. give a quick, if you can, Mm.
0: because
1: you're good at verbalising these things, a 30 second rundown of what a lease option is for somebody out there who's watching who doesn't know. The
0: best way I've ever been able to get it across first time is to uh, use the analogy of a car lease. So uh, you go to a car, second hand car sales, Uh, pitch and you say uh, and they offer car leases and generally speaking what happens is you put a deposit down, you then make monthly payments Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes with a small part of the payment coming off the price or none of it comes off the price, whatever's agreed and then at the end you'll have a balloon payment, I don't know of 10 grand or something depending on what the car is you do the exact same thing with the exact same pieces of paper with some more legal smiegel in it with a house than you do with a car, no difference, exactly the same process. Now in the market we're in at the moment, lease options are far more difficult to get hold of because everyone wants full price people and are get, selling on that people yet, are buying man. for cash because they've had all these money off the government over the last twelve months and whatever. These strategies work, the lease options delay completions, things like that the The more creative stuff works in a difficult market where financing's hard to get, where sellers need to sell quickly. That isn't where we're at. So, it's much more difficult to do those at the moment.
1: Still well worth doing for the purpose, speaking about it, I should say, for the purpose of this podcast.
0: For the purpose of this podcast, I mean, uh, we haven't been, how long have we been running? About 12 minutes or so. In the next couple of years, maximum, I can only say, I mean, four or five years maximum, these, if you can get ready to hit the market with these strategies, if you can learn now, grasp them now, just. Try and fail numerous times to close some of these because you will fail more than you succeed mm-hmm. to begin with. Um, by the time the the shit hits the fan, because it's coming.
1: Well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? It has to. Everything We've been runs in cycles about it for a long, long time, haven't we? Yeah, yeah.
0: Then you'll be ready to rock and roll.
1: Yeah,
0: like these uh, uh, government-backed loans, ninety-five percent loan-to-value loans that the that the government are backing. They're going to be giving loans to people that. Potentially shouldn't be taking out ninety-five percent loans on things they can't afford to to to, to have, and 10, it,
1: yeah.
0: and you're going to be the the property doctor who goes in there and fixes the problem. I think it's a fantastic strategy. Mm.
1: I really do. And as you can you said, sell using these as well, not just buy. Yeah. So there you go. That's that's uh, a bit about your sort of more technical experience
0: with it. Yeah, the property it is. Circles. It's very exciting. and It sounds great, you know, and people particularly in the industry as well, people sell on that. Oh God, I can buy property for no money and this, that, the other. The reality is it's fucking difficult, man. Mm.
1: Real difficult. As you've already said, I mean, I've I've done a little bit of this myself. The art, as you've already said, is definitely in mm. communicating the deal, isn't yeah. it? And that's something and getting, we'll do it again in the, is, the modules. Yeah, all parties on board, all mm. parties signed up. Obviously, that's that's when you complete it. That's the, that's the big moment, isn't it? To get this done and over the line and that's the difficult part of it it is it is indeed but there's little tips and tricks that you can give to people to
0: to help them along the way but essentially they people always find their own way of putting things together Mm -hmm. like i remember ricotton saying to me he said you're not me your personality is completely different to mine so don't copy me go out start copying me Realise what you're uncomfortable with. Realise what you're comfortable with, and create your own. Pave your own way. Like exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's so you what you need to do. as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. In anything. Yeah, absolutely. In anything. So walk us through. I don't know. Some. What was the last deal you did? What, let's talk about that one you did, Den net that we turned into
1: an HMO, HMM. and that. Yeah. Well, that was a lease option, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that that was a lease lease option. It was a five year uh, lease option with the option to buy at the end. Um, figures now I can't 100% remember I think the buy option at the end was 500,000 now this was a former care home 14 bedroom care home facility uh, which so really that the work was already done because I converted it into a HMO Um, so we we basically did a fairly soft refurbishment of the place and then started letting it out But I suppose another reason why this is a good example to talk about off the back of what you've just been speaking about with lease options, you can then back those up and and pass those on to somebody else, Mm -hmm. which is exactly what I ended up doing with this. I got it to a point, um, sort of capacity-wise, let out, sorry, rooms let out, uh, I think I got to about 10. um, And then I sold it off the back of the potential returns, annual returns. Um, So, yeah. That was a really steep learning curve. There's a lot of um there's a lot of noise about HMOs, isn't there? Mm. Uh passive income, there's another buzzword that's used. Definitely. Uh, but there's a lot of management to do um to do with a HMO. Mm-hmm. And I think that doesn't really get the attention, especially in these training courses, that it deserves and needs, because that's for me, that's where you get a successful HMO or not in the management yeah you know, the management that. of them mm. um because it's not it's not an easy task i mean if you if, if you were looking after that place which i found out it's not a full time job but it's it's near to it's probably a part time job mm. looking after 14 separate tenancies and there's very few agents that are good well, in that, terms yeah. of
0: uh, management so you can't even pass them on a lot of the time
1: yeah. yeah i mean that that so that was my that was actually my second experience with hmos I did a another one, which was a smaller, a smaller project uh, in terms of the conversion, the amount of rooms, but actually a bigger refurbishment. Uh, it was their former butchers, I believe. Which yeah, one was right. that one? Pensions. High Street, yeah, opposite uh, the Russell's Hall Hospital in Dudley. That was, uh, Dudley. That, was uh, Dudley. that was a house originally. Sorry, it was house, a house burnt butcher, out. One, butchers wasn't it? was down the road mm, from there, a couple mm. of doors down, I think. Because I'll pass you that one. Yeah, you did. Yeah, it was a burnt-out old wreck. Ideal. Yeah. Perfect. Mm. I mean, to be honest,
0: what were the figures on there?
1: That? Um, that was a good deal in the end, wasn't it? Goodness me, what were the figures on that? Seventy grand,
0: something like that, purchase price. Yeah, because it was burnt out to a crisp. The remaining mortgage on there was what you bought it for.
1: Yeah, and then I think the the refurbishment work, as you say, I mean, it was nearly burnt mm. down, wasn't it? And you did five five studios in there, didn't you? Yeah, self-contained. five self contained studios. But as as Alex has already said, the refurbishment work was. A lot more because it was burnt to a crisp. I mean, each one had its own ensuite bathroom, shower, toilet, sink, its own little kitchenette. There were five double rooms, studio rooms, if you like, as, the, as they're called. Um, and it, it ran really, really well. Um, that I think the average uh, weekly rent on those rooms at the time that we were getting, this was about three years ago now, mm. was about 110 £115 pound a week. Mm. which it's is good. Damn, damn good. So you're looking at 550 quid a week. Yeah. And it was, I was getting that filled on mm. a regular basis. Obviously you have, you have times where somebody leaves, but that, that one I was able to fill quite quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that was my second experience. with HMOs. Then you sold that, didn't you? I sold, yeah, I ended up selling that um, as a business, if you like, again, based on the potential annual return. Well, not the potential that it was doing it. It was making five fifty a week. Mm. I ended up selling it for something like I think it was like nearly two hundred thousand. Yeah it was. I think it was hundred and ninety
0: five thousand from memory. So you bought it for seventy. How much do you reckon you spent on it? I spent about sixty five on it. It was a big job. So you to say one three five plus all your fees, let's put ten grand on it. Yeah. So you went to one four five. Yeah. And you sold it for let's say one nine five for Yeah, know. say two hundred with your fees off, say one nine five. Yeah. So you made fifty grand on it?
1: Yeah.
0: And and you took rent in the meantime? Again? you took rent in the meantime oh, of
1: course yeah yeah yeah
0: so you know there's uh you caught it well didn't you, you caught the market well as well i think well, hmos getting a buzzword at the time yeah yeah, yeah.
1: In, in all elements really i caught mm. it well in terms of what i managed to buy it for mm. and then like you say hmos at that point were really popular mm. and this is bearing in mind this is around the time where they were then starting to look at Uh, council tax banding program do you remember Mm, mm. but because of the relationship that we had with um, the guy from Dudley Council and I think as well it helped the fact that this had parking in it to the side remember, which is always a a necessity really with a professional HMO now isn't it 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 all worked out fortunately Um, yeah that that was my second experience mate with HMOs Mm. that's it
0: yeah I don't I don't like them I, I personally stay away from them I sell them for other people and make little bits of trading income but I refuse to do them myself just yeah. from the management perspective but I mean, there's some people out there really who love all that
1: yeah yeah I mean to be honest I, I, w- I probably would do one again but only on that that type that scale mm. so, uh, top end HMO rooms which Small. you know are going to sell mm. Um, I think you're fine in that market I wouldn't go down to be honest maybe the sort of lower end of the HMO market again because the turnaround of um of tenants mm. is constant. The management again is constant. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what's a big market now in that in that arena is
0: um like leasing it to care providers and stuff. Yeah. And they take control of all management and they just pay you every month. Yeah. But I don't think you get, you know, top rates but if you want that less headache, passive income. As they say, passive income. But I tell you, when the when the roof blows off, you're on the phone. They're not going to take care of that for you. So everything's passive income until there's a problem.
1: <laughs> Unless you get it right into your lease, of course.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, that's where commercial properties probably. In, well, that was my favourite. That's. It sort of seems it, it. There's an apparent progression. It doesn't yeah, mean it it's happens, true but it. You sort of start with buy-to-lets or flips. You buy and sell a couple, and then you move into HMOs, and you might try a couple of different snazzy strategies and whatever. But generally speaking, the big boys park their money in commercial property as a rule of thumb. You look at the pension funds. uh, You'll see them in the auction houses. They'll be at the back of the room in the dark suits (laughs) buying uh, very low-yielding, real estate so but it'll be prime so it might be on oxford street in london it might only yield two and a half percent sorry about that we're back we uh we had to put the dog back in the house so uh we're talking about commercial property we were and uh the the low yields with the big companies who who buy these things for the security that the income is going to be coming in for the next 20 25 years they'll probably lease the building to a, a blue chip company or a government or public company like uh, you know the NHS or something like that and uh, these properties have guaranteed income for 25 years and and pension funds tend to buy them fantastic deal if you can get hold of one of them any if you're in that position they're just a superb yeah I mean as a, as a, a beginner into property and real yeah, estate probably not worth it's great to look at and learn and how they all, all do these things but and but a strategy is if you can if you can buy a, a coffee shop off mrs mrs smith uh, negotiate a deal with costa coffee and then sell that uh, in an auction for example you might get a pension fund buying them off you at two and a half three percent yields that's a hell of a
1: strategy if you a get some of Tesco those. Tesco local on a high street, yeah, absolutely perfect.
0: So, and that that's doable to everybody. You've just got to have the frame of mind to be able to, to put that together.
1: Yeah, yeah, you got you got to be capable though, haven't you? Not yeah, just, yeah. I mean, you're not
0: going to do it as well. I could, don't say that; it's very unlikely you'll be doing that in the first couple of years. But it's very doable. The potential's
1: there, though. Is the point, isn't mm, it? Mm. Yeah. Right. Shall we move on to finance? Another big buzzword joint venture partners mm. um traditional methods of finance mortgages god it's it's huge it's, it's massive, a huge topic
0: ideally you get yourself a broker and and they find you the best financing it for the deal you you know you take it on but from experience there's a lot of brokers who are in it for their fees more than your well-being uh, a lot out there do that um and for it's so vast, you know, when you don't know where to start. The last five, six years, when I first got into this and, and yourself in 2012, 13, there wasn't as many lenders in the market then as there are today. No. It's like every other day you find new banks or new uh, finances that are just coming into the market that are willing to lend. It's well, so cheap. There's new banks full stop, isn't there? Yeah. Challenger banks, that weren't yeah. around, yeah, yeah. Yeah, little independents. Mm-hmm. And you know there's different lenders have different appetites that they like to lend on on different things so this is why a good broker
1: is is uh vital essential yeah let's let's steer the conversation of property finance to work towards rather um as i mentioned earlier joint venture mm-hmm. finance we've both got experience of that mm-hmm and I think again, you, people that maybe maybe don't have the funds to get going straight away can take a bit of comfort and confidence from this. We've both, I mean, me myself, I I've I've attained over two hundred thousand pounds worth of joint venture finance. Um, earlier in my sort of property investment uh, career, so to speak, journey journey horrible word. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just worth mentioning that because, again, what you said earlier, although it helps to have money to begin with, that's a given, it's not a complete stopper on things because joint venture finance is it is a real thing. I know you, people sell courses off the back of it, but it, we've done it. We're proof of that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, finance as a subject within property is a huge thing to talk about isn't it and that's, this will no doubt again form a big module of ours within the uh, thinking wealth subscription won't it? yeah yeah joint ventures
0: because uh, joint venture finance is what, what you're essentially saying there is that the your joint venture partner mm-hmm. is bringing in the cap capital for you to do the deal
1: so to touch on a, a, an example that we used earlier the second HMO that I was involved in um, Pennsnet High Street in uh, in, in Dudley. Uh, I had a joint venture finance for that, for the purchase, and I funded the the refurb. Now, the the uh, joint venture partner, so to speak, he had the um, the first charge on the property. That was his security. Uh, and then, obviously, once the deal ended, so to speak, in, in that circumstance, it was when I sold the property, he got paid back. His, 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 his money and obviously made a, a few quid on the, on the side as well and agreed interest rate. So that's one example of of that. He was essentially a, a, a first charge lender and that well, was the relationship yeah, you had? Absolutely, that's that's what it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately at the time I wasn't able to get finance for myself otherwise I'd still have that now. That was that was doing well, as we mentioned earlier, £550 wow. a week. But I then... The second exit was to sell it, and I made fifty grand off the back of that. Exactly. So, that's an important thing to to note. Actually, yeah, going to deals exits. with
0: with multiple exits. You can flip it, you can refinance it, you can get another joint venture partner in if you need to to to, to tide you over until you can refinance it or something yeah. like that. Yeah, there's always there's always ways out of things. You've just got to go into
1: the deal knowing the ways out. I think, like you've just done, you've touched on something there. I think. Property well investing in general, I would say can be I hate using the term it's the only one I can think of a roller it, of emotions and you really do go through a process when you are investing you go through uh, mentally you go through challenges every day mm. can't you mm. and you get hardened to it don't you it's definitely yeah. not for the faint hearted no it's not I tell you what we've done our area Yeah. Let's
0: do this as part one. We'll do part two okay, yeah. tomorrow, and we'll release it the daft. Is that all right? Yeah,
1: yeah. That's absolutely
0: fine. All right, so uh, Thinking Wealth, if you uh, are interested in looking at this dynamic investment hub, cryptocurrency, real estate, and precious metals, the description to uh, the, the, the website is below. Check that out. Um, we'd love to have you on board. We'd love to see you there. Uh, we're still in pre-launch. We haven't launched it. No money's you know, being transacted at the moment, we're simply sharing information. So if that's something you'd be interested in, check the description below. Thanks for watching. Bye-bye.